0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single.
0: Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We're the co-writers of the book, This Is Why
1: You're Single. Every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is, everybody good is taken.
0: It feels that way sometimes. Yeah, it does. We always say we're co-writers of a book, but we're also best friends. Yeah, and work wives workwives uh also on the lineup we are talking about what's new in dating news the most wtf porn genres mm-hmm. and how swipeable your interests are can affect whether people want to go out with you then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions but first angela it's just you and i again this week what's going on with your week girl In dating, in dating dating, as it relates to so much else, but as it relates
1: to dating, you know, in the last year I've traveled more than I've ever traveled in my life, you know, in the last couple of years. Yeah.
0: I mean, when we first (laughs) went on a trip together to LA, you showed up like three hours early to the airport.
1: Well, you know, I I I almost never miss a flight. Almost. I hadn't left my house though. (laughs) So, but what I found is like, I get whenever I travel alone I always get a guy talking to me like definitely hitting on me because oh. as soon as I mention the fact that I have a boyfriend it stops so then I'm like insulted I'm like oh you were only talking to me because you were like trying to be flirty not just cuz I look like an interesting conversationalist so I'm intrigued. I don't know what it is about like being on, on a the,
0: plane. What are these pickup lines?
1: Well, so one time I was like waiting for my flight in the waiting area and I put my drink down and the guy, it was a terrible opening line. Actually, the guy was like, don't worry, I won't roofie you. What? And I was like, please don't. Um, <laughs> That's a bad opening line. And then he wound up being on my flight and then we had a layover and he and the layover, he came and sat next to me. And then he told me if there was a seat available on the next flight next to me, I should tell him so he could come sit next to me. And I was like, Like he okay. thought you were besties? Well, uh, and then what are the odds? Whenever you want a seat open next to you, it never is. <laughs> and the seat was open. The middle seat or both? Um, The... I was on the end the middle seat was open
0: but he did he must have really liked you because so like go,
1: I know go snug snuggle no into the middle seat but he wants to sit in the middle so seat. i just pretended i was asleep i i just did like immediate like
0: <sighs> nice yeah he was what was his deal was he cute was he interesting
1: he actually worked for espn
0: Oh, I, I wonder if I know I, him. I
1: asked him if he knew you. Did you? Uh, he was like, she sounds familiar, but you just have that name. He was probably thinking of Lois, Lois Lane. Lane.
0: I know I get that <laughs> a lot. Every time a guy wants to hit on me, he goes, ha oh, you're like a superhero, huh? And I'm like, no, Lois was the one that was not the superhero. <laughs> I'm actually. like a reporter,
1: which I am.
0: I am a reporter. Um, I am a journalist. I know it's weird. We have similar <laughs> names.
1: That's how it goes. You just love alliteration.
0: I wonder what it is. It's like George Clooney in... Up in the air. Up in the air. huh Kind of like, I don't know, just like even being in an airport right. feels like, oh, anything goes here. Like what stays in an airplane. What happens in an airplane stays, <laughs> stays in an in airplane? Because it's not even like all these people are traveling for like
1: vacation and they're like, woo, I'm like going to go... Get drunk and like hook up with people. Most of these people are like traveling for work. I don't know. I guess, yeah, I think you're right. Maybe it's like how like when you're on a boat there's like maritime law. Yeah. And you're living by the laws of the sea. People are just living by the laws of the sky. They're throwing the caution air. to the wind, literally. And what are some of these other pickup lines you've heard? Um well, this last time when Besides I tried to meet you in LA. Being roofied. The the, oh, the god, the guy next to me, he kept asking me what i was in la for and like you don't want to be like oh i'm pitching a tv show because that's like, lame who can even
0: and also you don't want to talk about it and then they're like what's your show about I'm like, right i don't want to do the pitch right i don't know if the show's going to get picked up i hope it does it will be called this is why you're single uh if you guys are listening it would be freaking <laughs> cool but whatever it's a long shot um yeah and that's always the people that tell me about your show I, was like, right. I don't want to do the pitch oh come yeah. on you'll be practicing no no I don't want to do it yeah i'm about to do it 20 times in rooms. I, yeah i i'm sorry don't want to do it so anyway
1: he was a perfectly nice man i just was not in the mood so i put um headphones on and i watched i was flying what was it like delta or whatever which doesn't give you tv so i literally watched like a four hour long gopro commercial <laughs> i was just like mm-hmm. oh busy i'm busy watching this very interesting commercial, GoPro commercial. um headphones
0: work man yeah they I really do the, get, get that's why you should get some big ass headphones so that because sometimes when you I put in like my bows but I don't have the big bows I have the tiny bows that go in your you can't really see them sometimes um and and then people try to talk to you and you have to like and then you still have to interact because you have to signal that you have headphones in it's better if you just get the big ones so people know right you have headphones in you cannot hear what they're saying
1: it's funny. I feel like back in the day, single women that didn't want to be bothered used to like get fake engagement rings. I've like heard stories of that. So guys would leave guys them alone.
0: don't look at your hand though. Well, they maybe, don't pay attention. But are
1: headphones like the new fake engagement ring?
0: I think so. Maybe. I don't think guys ever looked at hands because I have been hit on and I have. I wear a ring because I'm now... I still forget sometimes. I still say <laughs> I still say boyfriend. Right. Because um, I never really said fiance. But I... I wear a ring. I'm a married lady. I get, I occasionally get hit on.
1: Well, people are also more polyamorous nowadays. Maybe they think you're like flexible.
0: Yeah, but that is a big jump. (laughs) I don't know.
1: But whatever. Headphones are apparently more effective. So anyway, that's what's going on with me. Get some headphones. When I fly, I meet people. It's, It's interesting, you know.
0: It's just the problem with that is that you can't escape because you're on a plane oh yeah and
1: also if you want to sleep it's like
0: god now they're gonna watch me like drool on myself i always drool my mouth is open it's like some weird thing i think your body does to make sure you don't choke on your tongue but your mouth is just like <laughs> wide open yeah drool
1: i'm just never in the whenever i'm like i'm on a plane to drool and you know maybe read a book i'm just never in the mood to talk to someone i'm sorry yeah so that's what's going on in the friendly skies. How are you?
0: I'm good. So I'm actually getting ready to go on my honeymoon. <gasps> finally. Oh, right. You're going to be
1: traveling too. It's
0: been a year in the making. A, a belated moon, if you will. Yeah. Tell everyone where you're going. I'm going to Greece. Oh, that's so cool. I'm probably going to be there when this plays because we recorded it like the week before. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. There's like... I am like a obsessive planner. As you know, I plan every minute of my day. I even put things in my calendar, like buy groceries between this 30 minute window, (laughs) like call my mom between this 30 Uh minute window. But you've told me that when you put it in your
1: calendar, you get it done.
0: Yes, I get it done. I sent you a study about that. It showed that people that make lists and that schedule things, um, they, you're more likely to do something when it's scheduled. So, um, and that's, Uh, That was reassuring because it's something I've been doing for a long time now. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to encourage, I'm trying to convert people to my method of madness. I kind of do it. I don't do it to the degree that you do it. No, I mean, my calendar overwhelms a lot of people. There's not one minute in the day that is free. (laughs) But I'm a very productive person. Right. Uh, Anyways, I have not scheduled anything for a honeymoon. I'm trying to go against my kind of being an instinct that would drive me a little crazy i, I would be
1: asking so many questions I'd be
0: like, what are we gonna do i know i, I do i want to like research restaurants and all these things but then i know myself and i know when i make lists of places i need to cross when i have a list i need to cross it all off i need mm. to do everything on my list so then i'll get more overwhelmed i, I just want to relax but then i feel like maybe i'll get more anxiety because i'll be there and i won't have a plan <laughs> and then i'll be like why didn't i plan stuff to do I don't know. But then there's also a lot of pressure. You want your honeymoon to be sexy. So I got all this. Right. So anyways, I've been shopping for a lot of lingerie. I have okay. a question. So you're just going to have sex the whole time? I don't know. I mean, I hope. That's why you're not planning. Do you think you can like on your honeymoon wear your lingerie more than once? Like the same huh. like underwear and oh. bra? Like you'd wash it. but Or do you feel like you need a new thing for each day?
1: Oh, uh, uh. A new thing for each day seems like a bit much.
0: It seems right? like too much, I mean, right? Although it is
1: uh, normally, okay, so normally I would say like, no, whatever, wear it twice. But only because it's your honeymoon, I feel like it's like- You need like different you things. You do stuff you wouldn't normally do.
0: So maybe. But then like, do I, get, like, do I bring like literally 12 sets of different
1: lingerie well, outfits? like it takes up a lot of room in your suitcase. It doesn't,
0: but it does feel like a bit much, right? And I've really been struggling with bring, this. Bring it so you have the options. If I do different combinations, does that count? No, definitely a guy would not notice. He wouldn't notice, right? I don't think. Because I, I really only want to wear white and blue and silver and gold because <laughs> I'm in Greece. <laughs> I don't know. Lingerie or just like
1: Everything. out and about? Everything. Okay. So you're going to have like white frilly lingerie with like shell necklaces. That's how I picture Greece It's just white frills and shells.
0: I think you're picturing the a, a painting of Aphrodite, the goddess <laughs> of love. Maybe. Will that be you? that will be me uh so i don't know i don't have a lot to talk about but i've been planning my honeymoon very
1: exciting stressing
0: out over whether to bring enough laundry
1: i like that that's what you're stressed about and not what you're gonna do there i think that's you know what you can do you can plan while you're on the plane together maybe you buy the wi-fi and then it'll be fun you'll be like oh my god look what we're about to do in just a few hours he doesn't want to look
0: up anything i normally we've gone on vacations like when we went to barcelona i printed out like a 10-page packet of research and history of Barcelona. Okay, see, you're go- going too hard. You can't, you just can't be extreme. I need a middle ground. Yeah. All right, you ready to talk about what's in the news? Mm-hmm. What is in the news? What have you been reading about, Angela Spera? I, Laura Lane, have been reading Playboy. So, ho, ho, ho. yeah,
1: hey, hey, Justin LaMiller wrote a piece about the deeper meaning behind wtf porn genres so he talked about all these different porn genres and um he said it may seem strange to the average person but to a psychologist the fact that some people get off on these genres is perfectly understandable so i'm going to describe them to you and then at the end he says what they all have in common okay so they're all a little weird so first up there was tickle porn These are all real things that exist. Tickle porn. Oh my God, that gives me
0: anxiety. Just thinking of being tickled constantly. Well, it's... Are they tickling people while they're having sex? No. So what it said was it doesn't even always
1: involve sex. Sometimes it's just straight up tickling and people are aroused by that. Vice had done a thing on like a girl that got like paid to do tickle porn. And she just got like. I mean, I'll do camera. tickle
0: porn if someone's just going to tickle me, right? Especially what if I don't know if they're like
1: maybe if you're a foot fetishist slash a tickle fetishist if you just tickle my feet and like, I, it's just my feet. Oh, I'm I would so love that. game for
0: that. I would. I love when people tickle my feet. I if do you? That's weird. Well, people. I mean, it feels you're good. born to be a tickle porn star. I like star. when people also touch like the inside of my arm. You know where well, people like where that. you get like IVs. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Feels good. Um. Will somebody pay me to tickle to watch videos of people tickling my feet? I'm down. Maybe just you don't have it. to pay me very much. Like I'm I would sure. do it for like twenty dollars.
1: Put like a listing on Craigslist, you'll hear from someone. Um, there's also Monster Porn where um they feature characters like Bigfoot or the Kraken or a Tyrannosaurus Rex and those creatures have sex with a person that is like usually captured.
0: So it's like Somebody's dressed up like a monster. Right. It's either animated or
1: someone in a costume. So and yeah, it's like a Yeti fucking a girl. There
0: I like weirdly think I would be interested in watching that. I'm intrigued. There's
1: a book. They said there's like a a erotic novel called Taken by the T Rex.
0: Like I enjoyed (laughs) when we watched cartoon porn. You enjoyed it like you were into it? No, I mean I wasn't getting like aroused when I was with you watching it like because we were doing <laughs> maybe it maybe
1: because we were right next to each other and
0: well, and we knew we were watching it just as a joke so right. I wasn't opening that part of my brain but I don't know I, I think I could be I, I don't know I'd have to well, try you
1: know when we wrap all this up you'll understand why Oh, good. Okay, they explain keep My all okay, right. Okay. Tell me more. All right, so there there's five types in total. We've done two. So there's vor porn. Vor porn is a genre about uh, one person consuming or being consumed by someone else. Like cannibalism. I guess so. No, thank you. <laughs> You're not. You don't like that one. No, I'm kind of with you on the monster one. I don't like the tickle one. I don't like vor porn. Uh, Number four is adult baby slash diaper lover porn. I'm not so into that. That's when um, a person is being treated like a baby by a mommy or daddy figure. Not into that. The baby in this scenario is sometimes wearing and
0: using a diaper. That's like Fred Armisen in that episode of Broad City. I mean, this comes
1: up a lot. So there's got to be a market for it. I'm just
0: not not fan. not feeling
1: it. And finally, we have feeder porn. Feeder porn is all about erotic feeding and eating. It's different than vor porn, where you're like eating each other. This is literally just like people erotically eating. food. I don't
0: like watching other people eating. I definitely hate the
1: sound of people eating. So
0: I know a couple times we've had our headphones in before we we're recording a podcast, mm-hmm. and I'll be finishing eating my lunch and I'm not even near the microphone but the microphone picks up on it and it Angela just she's like cringing in the corner
1: I have changed my seats places because I could hear people eating I just it bothers me um oh but you know what this actually reminds me of I don't know if you guys have seen there's like this popular Instagram account right now where a woman fingers fruit and it's like the fruit kind of looks vaginal oh I can see that being hot and it's so weird that it's weirdly arousing. She like fingers the fruit. It looks like like a clit. And then she like sticks her finger in the fruit. And it's like, very but it's very sexual and all these people watch it and i showed my friend steven who is a gay man and has no interest in vaginas and even he was like this is weirdly stimulating so i encourage you all to look that up wait let's look at the name of it
0: yeah let's look that up after it's
1: related to feeder porn i guess i'm sure
0: if you google like fingering porn
1: so anyway with fruit so anyway if you caught on the overall theme of all this stuff is dominance and submission so It's like the creatures dominating you. You're dominating the food, whatever. Well, we talked
0: about that. It's like Mm -hmm. uncomfortable to talk about for women. Right. But we talked about how like we're both kind of into, what would you call it? Well, aggressive sexual behavior, but like, I want to feel like we both want to feel like wanted. Right. I I said, I, and then I quickly changed that to we, (laughs) so I feel less uncomfortable. Um, but but we both agree on this, like not in a rapey way, <laughs> right? It's like this weird
1: thing where it has to be like you're both. It's like a consensual Cons- thing, consensual aggression, <laughs> consensual aggression,
0: consensual like yeah. We're not not in like a yeah, <laughs> which is why sometimes I get this submission stuff. Like yeah. I would, I'd like, I would, I'd be down to like like tie my hands up or something, right?
1: And I guess sometimes like the reason why watching porn helps with that is like in your mind, you can be like, okay, I know that guy's intentions. He actually respects her deep down, but he's, but he can still be tough. Right. Whereas in real life, you don't know another person's intentions. As long
0: as you know, the other person's like, okay with it and or what they're into, then you can turn your partner on. Right. I get, I get why it's interesting. I get why people are into this dominant submission stuff.
1: Yeah. And just like I was talking about with the fruit stuff, you never know what's going to do it for you.
0: Yeah. So, uh, interesting. Variation and Dominance. That's a good article. Good find. Yeah, thanks. What are you reading about? Okay. Once again, I'm reading New York Magazine, Signs of Us. I'm on their newsletters. So, I, whenever I see an article that's interesting, I save it for the podcast. This is why when you wipe okay this was the headline which i love why you swipe left when someone says they love nickelback <laughs> by carrie rom and angela and i in our book we have a whole like joke about how like god forbid you date somebody that's in like a nickelback cover band um so it's i, I like carrie's uh, sense of humor already uh-huh. that she's like yeah nickelback's like the absolute like death um it's interesting basically what you put on your dating profile you're curating a certain aura about a persona Mm -hmm. about yourself and of course you're gonna self-edit and like it's kind of like what your likes say about you um and this article it really went like deep into the history of everything it says you know throughout most of the 19th century courtship in the u.s was largely a family affair men would typically call on women at their homes with their families present um And until about the 1910s or 20s, there just weren't that many kinds of clothes to have or music to listen to. But with greater variety came more ways for people to signal their preferences Mm -hmm. and perhaps most importantly, their class backgrounds. Um, So this kind of, you know, started a while back where the upsurge of young people seeking work in cities brought New opportunities for upward mobility, including wealthy ones. So it kind of started with like the shop girls of the 1920s in department stores, and oh. these women who worked in shops would study. Basically, like the rich customers that worked there, they would study their clothing. Trust me, this gets to like likes on dating profiles. It's like I'm giving you the history. <laughs> no, it's very interesting. Uh, they would study the rich customers, their clothing, their mannerisms, even the way they stood or held hands. They started adopting those same mannerisms oh. as a means of attracting wealthy men. So if you learn the codes, you could kind of date up. And now... That is interesting. It's interesting. So we do that now with what we write for things that we like or what, you know, what you put on your Twitter profile and your dating profile. So like, for example, consider someone who announced, this is what this article says, consider someone who announces on Tinder that they say they like wine and jazz. You're obviously going to make stereotypical different assumptions about that person if they had said that their interests were NASCAR and hunting. Right. Obviously, you're going to think that person like, no, fa- I'm not trying to offend people that are into <laughs> NASCAR and hunting because I know people that like both, but you're probably going to assume like more like white trash. Right. Or right? just like,
1: yeah, like likes country music.
0: All right. You're saying it friendly. <laughs> I'm, the people that I know that like NASCAR and hunting are not white trash, but that's what you're going to assume. Right. I'm being honest. Right. Well,
1: you have to be self-aware sometimes there. You know that there is a like no, a, there's a stereotype ge- that goes
0: with. That goes with people that are like country. Right. Like, no, I'm not talking about country music. Like, I'm not talking like Blake Shelton, (laughs) Uh, like cool people that live in Nashville. I'm talking like, like drinking, getting wasted at a NASCAR race, which I mean, uh, that sounds fun. I don't know. All right. All right. We, but, but you get But the same way somebody that is
1: really into NASCAR and stuff, if they saw like somebody in their profile was like, I only like like big cities and I don't know. Humphrey Bogart films sure they probably wouldn't be into that okay they'd be like what a snob
0: yeah all right so basically uh as of dating has become rules for dating have become less defined likes have been become a way of maintaining some sense of semblance in the system so basically it's your signal you're being like a shop girl you're signaling like your class status by the type of interests that you are you're you're in it's basically this article says in work and in love, we try to sell ourselves. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh, we're all shop girls. Now I found Aww. that. Do you find that interesting? I do. But, and I definitely find it true on both ends because I know that
1: I feel like I do kind of curate. I don't lie on, or I didn't lie on my dating profiles, but I definitely like curated my interests to appeal to the sort of person that I would want. Like. I like chose you- the stuff about myself that I thought would be appealing to that sort of person
0: you you're like you're not going to probably put some of your guilty pleasures unless you put that right. you would maybe put them in like a winky jokey way as you would list like a bunch of kind of things you think are interesting and then you would say like binge watching Dancing with the Stars exactly so you're I not think gonna, that might have
1: even because on back in the day on Cupid they had like the question that was like you're secret or something or something you don't want anyone to know. And I think I referenced dancing Did you? with the stars there. Yeah. I like dancing with the stars guys. Congrats team Nile.
0: Yeah. Like I'm gonna put like travel. I, I would put like, okay. My jokey one that I always put on Twitter was like ping pong enthusiasts. Cause I really like playing ping pong, but that was like my like, Oh, that's mm-hmm. my like offbeat jokey one. The other right. ones were like travel and like, you know, sports journalist right. or com- but wouldn't, comedian
1: but wouldn't you agree that you also on the other end judge other people by their interests
0: yes this really reminded me of the episode we did with black men can't jump because yes. they you know they review movies um and anyways we played a game with them at the end where we named movies and we said whether they would right swipe or left swipe the girl and at first they were like, oh, I wouldn't judge her based on the movie. Like, that's not, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't right. judge a girl based on what movie she likes. But then when we started naming the movies, then they're they, like, no, they're like, oh, hell no. I would not <laughs> date that girl. And then they're like, oh, I would love that girl. And they were right. all very different answers. So people, as sad as it is, it kind can, can of be overwhelming because you get scared of, oh, my God, what can I write? Like, because you're not going to have the same interests as every person that you would have chemistry with. So what do you put on that profile? You just be on it. Well, you be do no, what curate. I you gotta curate do. You got to curate yourself. You have curate, to curate,
1: but don't lie. I think that's important. I knew Ooh, a girl yes. once. So my, one of my good friends, uh, her cousin was seeing this guy and she was like, he's really smart. He's smarter than me. So recommend some like good books for me to tell him that I've read. Oh, that's which dumb. I think was ridiculous because like then if he brings them up, you clearly didn't read them unless maybe she Googled them. I don't know well, what happened. But, They got married.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) But don't do that anyway. Also, if you're dating someone long enough, you're going to find out the real deal about the person. But granted, even in person, we all kind of self edit and curate. Like, okay, for example, um, Nick does not like playing board games. Our first date after dinner. What do we do? We went and played like three games of Yahtzee at my house. Well, if I asked him, that is the only time in our entire relationship we've played Yahtzee. And I've, I'm sure I've done it too. I'm trying to think of examples, but um, well, that, I, I'm probably not that self-aware that, that about them. like
1: him doing something he didn't want to do because he liked you. But yeah, like, yeah, but he wouldn't do that now and he still likes right. me.
0: But I feel like curating would be more like... Okay, I know what I've done. I, huh. I, okay, I when we were dating... After work, I was working really long hours. I would bake banana bread or a quiche, like almost every time I came over, and bring it over to his house. Then I did like like a probably four year dry spell where I didn't cook anything. Mm-hmm. So we both do that. Even in person, right. we kind of curate, or you do, maybe you do, maybe you do behaviors that you wish you had about yourself. Like I wish I was the type of person that could do it all and like right. work really long hours and like and then bake a banana bread for this guy, this new hot guy I'm dating. But like that can only last so long. And then you're tired. It's (laughs) kind
1: of like the art of knowing what to leave out and what to push to the forefront. Yeah. For the time being.
0: Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. Um, But anyways, we're all shop girls, men and women. On that note, it is time for us to jump into our mailbox. What's in our mailbox? Okay.
1: We have a hard one. We have one from Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Sarah wrote. Is this a serious one? Sort of serious, but she, she has a good outlook. All right. I'll just read it so we get it. Okay. She says, I had a question about dating with a disability. She, uh, she says, I'm blind and have found that it is really hard to date. It is impossible to find anyone in person, so I rely mostly on apps such as Tinder. I don't disclose in my profile that I'm blind, but I do tell the guy when we agree to go out. Wait, I have a how does she use tinder yes i asked her because i was also interested and she said that um okay let me just read what she was she says on tinder i don't swipe for anyone who doesn't have any information in their profile which is actually a lot of people i
0: think but how does she swipe at all somebody reads it to her um well she said
1: i usually just swipe on those who have something written like that I like usually I'll show the profile to my roommate okay. or a friend if I'm thinking of meeting up
0: with them just to make sure they look okay um I'm sure there's like um a, a pro maybe a program that reads yeah it or, or, or maybe a voice yeah a voice.
1: I'm sure we I'm sorry okay, okay. Sarah I know don't I don't I'm not tr- I'm, no
0: I'm not trying to be naive I'm yeah. trying to just ask a question for to to be informed about what are the circumstances of how she's trying to date people and find people and meet them. Right. I think it's it's very interesting. I, hope, right. I hope I don't sound ignorant. I'm yeah. trying to understand how it works.
1: Well, that's why I'm glad we asked. And she Sarah very kindly educated me on how she uses Tinder. It must be very hard, though, because I think a lot of people leave their profiles blank, which is really annoying for all of us. So anyway, to recap, she doesn't put it in her profile, but she does tell a guy if they're going to meet up. So she says that this has led to many guys backing out and not responding, blowing her off once they do find out that she's blind, um, which is a bummer. Uh, there are some guys that are okay with it, but she says then those are the guys who turn out to just want to hook up. She says her friends um, tell her to not tell them and just show up for the date, but she feels like that's disrespectful. She says, honestly, my b- blindness is a part of my life, but not really a defining factor of who I am. Um, I'm a pretty confident person, but my lack of dating life has really taken a blow to my self esteem, especially since the reason that guys don't want to date me is something out of my control. People tell me to just find guys that are also blind or have disabilities, but that doesn't seem fair to put restrictions on who I should be able to date other obstacles are that the apps are often not very accessible. So the ones that I mostly use are Tinder and happen. So this further restricts me any advice or suggestions for meeting someone in person or how to get guys to be more accepting
0: would be helpful. Um okay, this is this is definitely like a big this is a big I guess issue. It's a hard one. It's a really hard one. So I when you told me that this was going to be our question, I went to my sister. My sister studied human services for her undergraduate and she's getting her masters in social justice and they deal with a lot of people that have disabilities and disability issues. Um my sister also has something called fibromyalgia. Uh, which gives her kind of a lot of issues like pain throughout her body, fatigue, mm-hmm. things that can affect when you're dating somebody and just your life in general. Um, but I think she would also agree that it's not something that's defining. Right. Uh, about it's who a part she- of her, it's a part of her, but it's not, she's number one, gorgeous. Uh, she's got like long, beautiful flowing mermaid hair uh she's interested in music she's like funny whatever my sister's awesome but she told us she's had the same thing happen the same thing happened to her um she was being very aggressively pursued by somebody but and then i guess he had asked her some question that kind of she wasn't going to tell him about fibromyalgia but it kind of prompted her to I forget what the question he, was. He Like, I think he
1: wanted to do some kind of activity maybe. And she couldn't that do she it and be able to do.
0: Yeah. Just if she's standing for like a prolonged time, she can't stand that long. Um, Maybe that was it. But anyways, she told him about her disability and he backed out and said that he leaves a very active lifestyle and like wasn't interested in pursuing her anymore. And she was very offended by that because, you know, he was he wasn't just interested in like her looks. He was interested in her personality. They've been talking for like a while. Um, So this was her opinion on this. And I kind of hold her opinion very highly because she has a lot of experience in this field, not only studying it, studying it but somebody who has a certain type of disability um so she says that they are taught in school that when you're applying for jobs not to put your disability on your resume and to not tell the people until you actually have the job and are starting it and then to say these are the accommodations you need to make for me because uh and she said that she would apply that for dating too and her thinking was is that People should get to know you before they make assumptions or judgments about certain factors that they won't even consider, mm-hmm. that they won't date somebody that has certain, I don't know, things about them. And I, and I was thinking about it. And, you know, a disability, it's not a flaw. But think about the way that we treat our own flaws. We're not going to put our own dirty laundry right. on, our, on our dating right. profiles. Well, and I mean, Sarah says she doesn't put it on her profile. She waits until... But are you even going to tell somebody even, like, before a first date, are all... I mean, it's hard every, because it's not something all of, she can hide. I know. it's, And I don't want to look at it as, like, a flaw. And it's she's not. not trying to be deceiving. And I
1: think these guys that won't go out with her, I don't really understand it because... They're not the right she person. She can obviously live an independent... Like, she is she, a grown-up. She's, she's gotten this far. Like, she knows how to maneuver her life. She doesn't need this guy's help if he's, like, worried.
0: Yeah. I don't or, know. It's interesting because I remember when... The guy, this is totally different, but it kind of just reminds me of, I guess, insecurities that people don't want to put on profiles. The guy that worried about being bald and whether he should put that, whether mm-hmm. he should have pictures of him bald because people meet, he wears hats in his and then he shows up and he's bald. And our advice to that was like, oh, we'll just put a picture of you without a hat. Like, yeah, like people should know. And if they're like right. not attracted, then like, fuck them, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, disability is something very different it's right. it's different than like just a physical attribute for for whatever reason yeah. it is. And I think on the other end
1: if I was going on a date with a with somebody that was blind, I probably I feel like I would want to know ahead of time. But why? Well, just because like I wouldn't want to react weird like if if I didn't know and then you came in and you were blind like I just wouldn't want to be like oh, oh you're blind and like say something that I would potentially not mean to sound like
0: offensive
1: because mm. I wouldn't mean it that way but I'd just be surprised but would you still maybe go on I'm just date? somebody who like when I get surprised say, says uh, stupid things would you still go on the date though because oh, she's I would I don't I yeah mean, that's the thing is and I think there's lots of people who I know she's would. having a hard time I mean Tinder is hard enough to like find a guy who isn't just looking to hook up.
0: Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's just in, in general. It could be like the nature the of the app. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I don't know. I guess, so you say tell ahead of time. I'm going to submit to my sister's advice just because, I don't know, her. she's been dealing with this for a while. She dated people on online apps and I don't know, from everything she says, I think her kind of philosophy is that it's better to get to know people and then maybe you're more willing to make accommodations that you previously wouldn't want to make. Like, of course, it would be easier not to date somebody with disabilities. It'd be easier not to date somebody that like has OCD or it would be easier not to. Of course, everyone wants to date someone that like looks beautiful, is perfect, can do everything like like if Nick knew all of my flaws before we were dating, he wouldn't want to date me probably. But I think the idea in general in life, whether it's flaw, disability or anything that you're worried to tell somebody ahead of time, is that once people get to know you, they're they've already fallen for you and they like you and they're much more willing to make whatever accommodations your disability might entail. And, and for people that don't have disabilities, people might be willing to overlook aspects of your personality that, that you didn't share at the beginning because they're flaws. They, your flaws become not flaws when somebody likes you. Right. I guess. Um, yeah. Does that any does of
1: that make sense? Yeah. it makes. I mean, look at me and Ian. Ian is deaf. My boyfriend, Ian, is deaf in his right ear. He could potentially lose hearing one day in his other ear, at which point we would have to figure out, oh, like I would have the to both. learn, we would both have to learn sign language because he doesn't know it either or something, you know, but like I would be willing to do that. Because you love him now. Right. Because I love him. I mean, if he had told me you have to learn sign language in a week, I mean, I mean maybe I still would if I loved Niall DeMarco, who is... <laughs> Yeah, and he but has he, said you will only date a girl that signs
0: he didn't put like i'm deaf in one ear he no. didn't tell you before the first date he didn't
1: but that's the and I mean, then it fell- took me a while to figure it out because he just kept saying what
0: <laughs> <laughs> but my point is you once you fell for him and then he told you that he was most likely gonna end up being deaf you were totally okay with it because you were already in yeah. love with him
1: Yeah. But also, I mean, he wears hearing aids now, but if he had then, I probably would have been like, if he wouldn't have brought up the fact that he was wearing a hearing aid, I probably would have wanted to ask about it, but I would have felt weird asking about it. It would have been like an elephant in the room, you know? So like, if it had been a noticeable thing, I would want him to acknowledge it. On the date or before? That's like a
0: specific, I guess, I mean, in in that scenario, he would
1: acknowledge it on the date
0: Mm. because... That's why I think you wait till the date. I think you wait till... Then they meet you in person. Things just change when you're in front of people. You get a sense of their aura, their chemistry. You're like – I've met people that we were talking and I was really interested in them. Their picture, they looked really hot. And then I meet them Mm -hmm. and I don't know, something about their mannerisms. There's just nothing between us. And I knew within the first 10 seconds. And then other people, maybe you, from their picture, you would in no world be attracted to them. And then I meet them and they just give off this vibe where you're attracted to people. So I just think like once you meet people, there's a certain chemistry Mm -hmm. and then, and then you'll, and then if you like them, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna be okay. And you're going to want to make accommodations with somebody that you're falling for.
1: So, you know what, Sarah, this is what I think after having this conversation, you've already tried telling people and then it hasn't gone well. Like you have really nothing to lose if you just try one or a couple times just like showing up and without saying anything. Like see how it goes. Whatever. Maybe they won't be into it, but it was an experiment. Treat them as guinea pigs. Yeah. Um so there's that. And then her other question was just like ideas for meeting in person. I think like if she could find like some kind of single people activity outing thing because like it's probably hard to flirt with a stranger
0: like like Like, like, does she like what do you mean like does she like cooking does she like gardening like like just like yeah but that's like I would just say like for meeting person it's like the same advice we give anybody is just do things that you're interested in and -hmm. you'll hopefully meet people that have similar interests as you it's as simple as that
1: but I think if you can find one that's like geared towards singles that would be even better because then they like know you're there to like meet people flirt and meet people whatever yeah. they approach you
0: i hope that helped um we're we're learning too here yeah so but thank you for 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 asking us yeah thank you for asking us and thank you to my sister for taking the time to tell us about her experience and give her perspective she's much more knowledgeable about all of this and is studying it and is fighting for um fighting for social justice yeah, which, she's a cool lady she's your a cool sister. lady I, I like her a lot very admirable what she's doing uh if you guys want your listener questions answered or funny texts or messages that you have received you can email us at contact at this is why you you can also find out our contact info on our website this is why you're single now let's dive in to the reason of the week this week's reason is everybody good is taken because sometimes it really feels like that. You're you're dating, maybe you you see your friends happy in relationships, but everyone you're meeting's no good and you feel like everyone good is taken. All the single guys, they seem crappy and creepy and crappy and creepy and <laughs> dumb and they're messaging you weird shit about like how they think you're crazy in bed and do so they want to see their penis? I don't know. Or the right. girls are being weird whatever it is. Um, Why does it seem like all the good ones are taken?
1: Probably because when you are in a secure relationship, you aren't overthinking your interactions with people. So you're being like super charming and people fall for you. That's what I think. I think that's true too. Yeah, people in relationships kind of become more attractive because they're like... They're
0: just really confident. confident, yeah. Yeah, they exude a certain confidence. I think that's probably true. But I also think that your perception of that... All the good people are taken. Maybe you're seeing your friends. Okay. Maybe you're seeing your (laughs) friends in relationships and they're really happy. And so you think, oh, they found good guys. They found Mm -hmm. good guys. But let me be honest. I would not want to date any of my friends' boyfriends or fiancés or husbands. Mm -hmm. But before when I was single, I'm like, oh, all the good ones are taken. All my friends found good guys. But then if I actually think one-on-one. Would I want to date your boyfriend? Would I want to date your husband? No, no. They're not for me. So no, not all the good ones are taken. They found the good one for them. That's right. So everyone finds their good person. The good ones aren't taken. People just found the, they found the bad ones and made them good because it.
1: (laughs) Right. People change sometimes and they're in a relationship or like, there's just, it's easier for you to like romanticize somebody when you don't you know have any shot with actually really getting to know them like of course they seem perfect when you don't have to like really get down to the nitty-gritty of it
0: yeah everyone seems perfect when you're not in a relationship with them and also like some people are good for certain people but they wouldn't be good for you you your person's still out there if that's what you're looking for if you're not looking for it well then i'm sure there's still some good hookups left yeah so with that I think we're gonna play
1: a game so time for the reason of the week breakdown yeah but you can't say it like that you
0: gotta say oh. it's time for the reason of the week breakdown <laughs> i'm
1: just gonna leave that to you from now on Please do. Um, um, okay. So our game is
0: called Everybody Good is Not Taken. I'm excited. You have a game for me. Last yeah. week, I created a game for you. You created a game for me this week. It's going to be so fun.
1: Yeah. We were shaking things up. So lots of really awful people are taken. Be happy they're off the market. I'm going to read a quote from um, some people. And Laura has to guess if it, was take, if it was said by a taken person or a single person. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay. All right. First quote. This is... Fine, gentleman said of his fiancee, "Star, she's not a woman; she's a star in the Milky Way."
0: Oh, uh, that's very sweet. Do you think
1: this person? Uh, but
0: you just said they well, were. Oh a yeah, that's,
1: sorry. All right. Well, obviously they were taken. But who? Who do you think? Who do you think it was? Hint: They were kind
0: of a hippie. They were a hippie. Or
1: are. Kind of a hippie.
0: Okay, so I'm not get they're taken. That they're taken. Sorry, so wait, this one will
1: be a, a special round. No, you have to guess whether they're single or taken, and then I'll tell you who it was I, Oh, okay. Based okay. on the quote, this one was you ruined of, the first. I one. ruined it. Got I it. Ruined, got got it. it. Got it. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, it's hard to r- control games by yourself. I know. Laura,
1: we're better together. Anyway, it was Charles Manson. Oh, but he's taken see Ew. sometimes good ones are not taken
0: for, um, those, for those uh he was a murderer
1: yeah and he still has a fiance although i think they might have broken up but whatever women are attracted to him weirdly okay next the person who said this quote were they single or taken anyone who sees and paints a sky green and fields blue ought to be sterilized Ew, I hope that person's single. No, they are were taken. Adolf Hitler said that, and he had a girlfriend and a wife. Okay, so the point of this
0: game is that bad people are taken too. You're
1: catching on. Wow. Next quote. Becoming royal is really going to get the respect that I deserve. Like, I don't need to be walking around like some peasant. Was that person what single or taken?
0: Um, okay. I'm. I'm going to guess they're probably taken because, like... I don't know. Royal people are never really single.
1: Well, they are taken, but it was Scott Disick
0: who was, was not taken even royal. Time. Oh, when he no, became he, Lord like, wants, Disick.
1: Right. He wants to be royal. And what? at the time he was, he's single now. So that's like a loophole one, but
0: hmm. he was taken um, by Courtney. Then he cheated on her. Yeah. Oh, Scott, Scott. So I like, I don't like him, but he's really funny on the show.
1: I'll admit that I don't watch the show. People love him. I don't understand it. I'm just not. Was he in? Was was he in the Kardashian musical? Laura saw saw the cat. cat It's such a hard word, Kardashian. Yeah, it's the Kardashian.
0: It's a Kardashian and cats mashup. It was fantastic. He was played by a Muppet. Oh, cute! Yeah. All right. Anyway, my hustle is just too crazy. I'm taking over the world. Uh. I mean, if he's hustling, he's like probably hustling a lot of people. So he's single; he's not tied down. He's taken. It's Spencer Pratt, one of the worst people in the world. Worst people in the world. But he's taken by someone that's worser than him, even worse. Right. Worser um, Betterer. Right.
1: Robert Pattinson should not take back Kristen Stewart. She cheated on him like a dog and will do it again. Just watch. He can do much better.
0: Would the person who would say something like that be single or taken? Um. I. It sounds like he's a good view about he's against cheating so taken <laughs> that's right
1: taken and the person who said that donald trump oh does anybody God. want him
0: oh no wait why is he judging why is he judging kristen stewart because when he, he gives he, his opinion on things no, that but nobody asked about he's cheated on all of the people that he's been with that's
1: correct gee what, what a hypocrite. what a head scratcher and finally are all these people taken is that the game you got the trend but wait <laughs> wait for the last one okay let us always meet each other with a smile for the smile is the beginning of love that's kind of beautiful taken single mother Teresa, the what? only good one in the bunch Did she, she was single y'all i mean it was because it was against her
0: she wanted to order be to be taken but still Wow. Okay, so the moral of this is a lot of bad people are taken to yeah. and a lot of good people are single, so uh don't let that detour you. That's correct. Deter, deter you. D- deter you deter, deter you. All right. We're tired. It's been a long day. It has been. Um, we hope we've cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. Angela, I had so much fun with you today. I know. We talked about so much stuff. I know. Uh, for more reasons you're single, check out our book. Check out our audio book. You guys know where to find it by this point. Yeah. You can also follow us on our socials. Right. Uh,
1: together at Your Single Show on Instagram and Twitter. And separately, you can find me at Speridactyl on all social media platforms.
0: You can follow me on Snapchat, Laura Lane NYC on Instagram at the Laura Lane and on Twitter at Laura Lane underscore. Tune in next week for an all new show. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're
1: single. Ba 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 da. This is why
0: you're single. ba 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 da. That was a HeadGum podcast.